0: I'm Jared Waitley. Here's a snapshot of Monday, February twenty-sixth. AFL record editor Ash Brown with Sam Palpepper staring down suspension for a high bump. Exhibit A, A plus, one one, whatever you want to call him, Jared. We yeah, they went through step by step how it's assessed and the punitive side of things. He's I think he's gonna be it'll be highly scrutinized. He'll be I mean, it be, I think it will be three three games, whether that includes this week, I don't know how that works, but yeah, not a great look to do that. I mean, the football world is in almost in mourning over Angus Brayshaw for a lot of reasons. And for this to happen in the, the shadow of that, uh, terrible timing. Unfortunately for Marquine, of course, but terrible timing for Sam Palpepper. Robert Craddock on Steve Smith's place in the T20 set up ahead of the World Cup. No,
1: he's a nerdler and he's a placement guy. And he's the, you know, he's not the, the the guy who's going to hit a ball from Hobart to Launceston, is he? And you know, the game's been hijacked by those sorts of players. I absolutely love having experienced players in a World Cup because we've said so often, and it came true again yep. in, in the last World Cup, Australia one, heavy duty players. Win heavy duty tournaments, so I'm contradicting my own theory here by tipping Smith to probably miss out. But here's the reasoning, Jared: like the average age of that 2020 team would it be 32? Like uh, Josh English is under under 30, but barely anyone else is. So you've got experience, you know, Stoyness, Maxwell, Marsh. Um, Warner in there as well, Travis Head. I mean, that is a rock-solid experience top order. So he doesn't so much need Smith's guiding hand. And since the year 2020, his strike rate in international T20s is 116. Well, Travis Head and these guys, they're floating up towards 160. So I just... You know, it's Smith or Matt Short for me. When you do all the sums and you pull them different ways, you say, well, take this bloke, that bloke, it comes down to one last spot and it's Smith or Matt Short. And, and, you know, Short can open the bowling. He's a power hitter. He was very good yesterday. He is a future player as well. So, yeah, I, 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 you know, they may stick with Smith, but I reckon he's more out than in at the moment and crash on the dynamic between Australia and New Zealand ahead of the Test Series. Yeah, uh, exactly. And that's the conundrum for them. You know, they, they do love, they do fancy their chances. I mean, Tim Southy, if he's going to keep bowling at 127 kilometres an hour as he enters his final seasons, well, he has to have assistance from the wicket. He really does. And uh, then you've got a 37-year-old Neil Wagner who roughed up Steve Smith, remember, with persistent short balls on that tour five years ago. Now, he's still around. He may try that again, although... Uh, the reason Smith, one of the reasons why he opened the batting is to get away from that sort of tactic because bowlers pitch the ball up with a new ball. So I'm fascinated to see what happens Wagner v Smith because when Smith was absolutely imperious and untouchable, Wagner stopped him and he hasn't been quite the same since because other nations have copied that a bit. They bowled short to Smith and uh, Smith's place in the World Cup T20 is really hanging by a thread now after his failure yesterday. Jared, I can't help thinking that, you know, the way he plays the game, the game's sort of moved past that a little bit. Clinton McDonald shared the family history winning the Blue Diamond. Yeah, definitely. It's one of those things that you'd like to uh, be able to sort of achieve what like the rest of the family have. So
0: now we've got one more to
1: do it and uh, win the window slipper, and I think they'll only be the sixth horse to do it. So. I think she profiles right for a race like that, and uh, yeah, we're excited. I can tell you, she's pulled up unbelievable. You wouldn't even know she's had a run. Ate up over the weekend, and uh, she was under undersaddled this morning, and she doesn't even look like she's had a run. So she still looks fantastic, and uh, I think she'll go there. I think she's a, a really live hope <clears throat> in a good race, you
0: know. And Wayne Hawks on the record being amassed of Mr Brightside. Well, he's actually starting to get a record like a... Northerly, or a Sunline, or one of the absolute greats of winning those time honoured races. And unfortunately, in our game this day, because it's so hard and competitive, very few horses go through a spring and an autumn. And now, in the last 12 months, he's won five Group Ones and an all star mile. I'll repeat, last 12 months, he's won five Group Ones and an all star mile. That's horse of the year three times over in my eyes. I didn't. Well, there's only one horse that can beat him in Horse of the Year, I would have thought, and that's the uh, Imperatrice. She's probably going to win the new market and the TJ and go to Perth and win the, uh, the Quokka, and uh, that'll do her. And that's just a snapshot. The full programme and all interviews are available through the Waitley Podcast. Subscribe at sen.com.au.